Howdy, folks. Tomorrowland Transit Authority Metroliner non-stop now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station for a round-trip Super Skyway Tour. Today, I want to share with you some of our ideas for Disney World. Good luck, Mars team. You are on the clock. Welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcast with your hosts, Dewey, Ron, and Tony. Here, we love to talk about the Walt Disney World Resort, the way we remember it, how it's changed, and why we still enjoy visiting the most magical place on Earth. We're not experts, but we want to share our unique experiences and memories with you. You may learn some facts you never knew before, and you may return to some of your own memories of the Walt Disney World Resort. And we'd love to share these memories together. So come with us on a podcast journey as we reflect on the WDW Reflections Podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Reflections. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcast, your unofficial guide through Disney World and all things Disney memories and their connections to the parks we know and love today. I'm Dewey one of the hosts of the show, and this is episode number 55 of the WDW Reflections podcast. We thank y'all for being here with us. Before we get into this episode's main topic, we'd like to invite y'all to connect with us through the show's social media accounts. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at WDW Reflections podcast, and on Twitter at WDW Reflections. And don't forget, for all things WDW Reflections podcast, head on over to our website, at www.reflectionspodcast.com. And with that out of the way, let's get started with the show. With me today is only one of my podcast travel buddies. Ron is unable to be with us today, but my buddy, my good buddy, Tony G, has joined me today. Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Dewey. It's it's one of those unusual shows um, that we're having today. We, we decided to kind of get together because we... Both happen to have a snow day. So January 19th up here in the frozen tundra of the Northeast. And I'm a high school teacher and uh, I got a snow day. So I had to, you know, create some assignments for my students and post those up on Google Classroom. And uh, and now here we are. We find ourselves with a day off. So Tony and I were like, hey, you know, it'd be fun. Let's do an episode just for the heck of it. Just for the heck of it. And also, uh, last year we had a lot of days where we weren't all able to get together. So we figured let's try to do something new this year. We'll do a couple more shows where it's just more spontaneous, where we just get together when we're able to. Uh, Unfortunately, Ron's going to be very busy over the next couple of weeks, so he may not be here as often as we want him to. But um, we can keep talking Disney in the the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ron is... Uh, Ron's a busy guy at work, yeah. and then he's also very involved in his church and will be traveling for, I think he's actually traveling for both work and yeah. uh, for the church in the next uh, next month or so. So uh, he'll be here with us sporadically, and then uh, there'll be times when it's just going to be uh, Tony and I, or, it, um, or is it Tony and me? I should say Tony and me. Uh, watch out for the grammar police. And uh, or maybe sometimes we might have someone else join us. But, uh, yeah, you know, we miss Ron when he's not here. But 
You know, as they say in showbiz, Tony, what do they say in showbiz? They say the show must go on. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> so, so we, here we go, right? And, so, and sometimes you wonder how the show goes on because it, it sounds like with all that traveling, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have any energy to do that kind of thing. It, it's it's hard enough sometimes trying to work this into your regular day schedule. And, and you know, sometimes I'm kind of out of it, which is part of the reason why we've been sort of not producing as much content as I want to. I mean, I've been dying to do more things, but I just haven't really had that burst of energy yet to do that. It's funny you say that, Tony, because I found something that has definitely helped me and it may help you as well. Really? It's a little two ounce shot. It's an elixir called Magic Mind. Oh, okay. For a second there, when you said shot, I'm thinking, uh, Dewey, it's kind of too early for that. It is too early. It's only 11 in the morning. Yeah. I'm not doing those kinds of shots. This is Magic Mind, a two-ounce elixir shot of, quite literally, magic. What does it do? It's really helped me uh, improve my focus and my my determination throughout the day. It's re reduced my stress levels, and yeah. it actually gives me a little boost of energy uh, almost like, you know, is it caffeine, like you would get from coffee or something, yeah. but I hate coffee. So I, you know, I, I know you've hate... always hated coffee. Oh my I gosh. Dude, why. This magic mind elixir has just, uh, energized me, but you don't get that, that, that drop off or that sugar fall off. You know, if you drink one of those sugary drinks, magic mm -hmm. mind doesn't have that magic mind gets you going and it is long lasting. It helps you keep that focused. For gosh, I mean, like up to eight hours. I'm, I'm focused throughout the day, the whole day at work. What is it made of? Well, this shot is completely organic, but it's oh, okay. got it's got a lot of good stuff for you. Healthy, healthy mushrooms and compounds and stuff like that. Hey, I've never heard of that. I'm gonna have to Google some of this stuff. Oh, absolutely. You could do the Google, and you could you know find out how to pronounce some of these things. Uh, or more importantly, you could just go over to the Magic Mind website www.magicmind.com and they have all kinds of information about their ingredients but even better than that if you go to the website www.magicmind.com slash jan as in january j-a-n w-d-w reflections and use this coupon code w-d-w reflections 20 for the month of january you're going to get an additional 20 percent off which comes to a grand total of 75% off for the first month. But this is only good for the month of January, Tony. So you're going to have to get over there quick and take advantage of this amazing deal. Well, that's cool. You can look at the website, find out more information about that company and, and use our code. That's great. Thanks, Dewey. Absolutely. So are you going to have enough energy to get on to the main show topic? Then? I'm ready. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. <laughs> Ready to Let's go. go. So like Tony and I said, today we have a snow day and we didn't really have a whole lot prepared or anything. We weren't planning on an episode today, but when the episode or when the opportunity presented itself, we thought, Let, let's just do something fun. So we went over to one of our favorite pages on Facebook, our good buddy Aiden's page, Theme Park Life. Theme Park we, slash life. Theme Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theme Park slash Underscore life. life, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Theme Park Life. You can find it. You can find it. He's got hilarious stuff almost every day. 
uh, and sometimes multiple times a day. But anyway, and lots of uh, sometimes some pretty good information about um, uh, historical travel, story, history. Yeah, absolutely, all kinds of good stuff. Don't never disappointed in in this Facebook page. He's on Instagram and stuff too. But he posted a uh, a meme. I guess you could call it the other day, and it was uh, pick your or plan your perfect day at classic Epcot Center. And you know me, I'm a sucker for Epcot Center, right? Yeah, so, that's your favorite. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, if only we still had, you know, classic Epcot Center, but we don't. So uh, we have to play pretend with stuff like this. So it uh, the meme is one of those, uh, you get $40 to plan your day. And uh, I'll just do a quick rundown of uh, what each of the attractions cost, okay? So he's got it broken down into five categories, which I bet you can figure out. $1 attractions, $2 attractions, $3 attractions, $4 attractions, and then $5 attractions, okay? And, you know, obviously the $1 attractions are the smaller ones, and the $5 attractions are the, you know, the big hitters, right? So, um, so the $1 attractions are Magic Journeys, the World Key Kiosks, Smart One, The Making of Me, Symbiosis, and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Already, I, well, you can, Yeah, but I don't even remember some of these. What's, what's SMRT1? Smart One uh, was a robot that you could find in Communicore. Oh, right. That, you mentioned uh, that one of the shows, right? Yeah, you remember you remember Smart One? He yeah. was, uh, you know, I mean, look, in the 80s, we all thought we were going to have robot butlers and, you know, robots flying or, or, or driving our flying cars. Instead, so, we got Siri, Alexa, and Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, look, those are cool, but, yeah. you know, it's not as cool as Smart One. But that's what Smart One was. He was that uh, that robot that you could find in uh, in Communicore. And Symbiosis was Symbiosis is uh, so you know where well, it's gone now. But in the Land Pavilion, the the theater that's up to the right as you're entering the um, it was a few years ago. It was the the um, Lion King video, uh, the movie uh -huh. about the, yeah. you know where you yeah. know there. I can't. I'm trying the to remember the, the name conservation of it. one. Yes, we're there. Circle uh, of life. Circle of life. There you go. Uh, they should make a song. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, so it was Might uh, win an Oscar Tim for that. Timon and Pumbaa. They were going to build the the condos or whatever. And they were like, you know, they decided not to because of conservation. But that's um, symbiosis was its predecessor. It was there before way back in the 80s. We're talking, you know, old school, original uh, super fun, awesome Epcot Center. So, um, the, are you familiar with the rest in that that uh, uh, in that group? Yes. Okay, good. So that's the one dollar attractions. Uh, the two dollar attractions are the Image Works. Which, what, which I was having trouble over. remembering what that was. What's Image Works? Image Works, uh, and Tony, you just happen to have the best background on your. Uh, those of you that are watching the YouTube can can see the background. It's Journey into Imagination back there. The second and, uh, floor, it's a photo I took in 2006. Yeah, you're quite the you're quite the <laughs> photographer. So over your right shoulder is the pyramids of Journey into Imagination. The second floor of that pyramid used to be a super fun playground called the Image Works, and it was uh, really cool, um, hands-on stuff that kids could do and draw with magic pens and 
you know, all that kind of stuff. It was just um, just a lot of fun on the second floor of Imag the Imagination Pavilion. So super fun stuff. Um, Kitchen Cabaret is on. This is we're still working on the two dollar list. Food Rocks, Impressions to France, Wonders of China, and O Canada. And of course, the last three on that list are the uh, Circle Vision 360 movies that are in World Showcase. So on over to the $3 attractions, Body Wars, Cranium Command, Maelstrom, El Rio del Tempo, Tiempo, sorry, and The American Adventure. Then $4 attractions, The Living Seas, Universe of Energy, Listen to the Land, Captain Neo, and Tapestry of Nations. And then the big money, your $5 attractions, Horizons, World of Motion, Journey into Imagination, and Spaceship Earth. And you can choose any version of Spaceship Earth. So those are all the money categories. And remember, you get $40. So all of those um, all of those uh, money categories, you can only add up to a $40 day to pick all these attractions. And then as a bonus for free, you don't have to pay for it. Uh, you get to pick your fireworks show. So you've got uh, Laser Phonic Fantasy. Some of these are going way back. Illuminations. Illuminations 25, Illuminations Reflections of Earth, Epcot Forever, and Harmonious. So those are all the fireworks shows you get to choose from um, at the for bonus. Those don't count against your $40. So uh, Tony and I spent some time this morning uh, making our list. So uh, I, and it's just going to be fun to just... Uh, compare our list tony and see if we've uh maybe duplicated some stuff and really the most most fun i think is going to find the differences that we have if we pick different stuff but maybe we're sharing a brain here i don't know all right so tony how should we break this down i just made a list but do we want to maybe start with the lower dollar amounts and then work our way up to the yeah, let's do that five dollar amounts yeah okay now i only chose one of the dollar attractions and uh how many did you choose in the dollar attraction of the dollar attractions i only chose one as well okay awesome so my and i think that was just to make up for the uh yeah, yeah, I I got to thirty nine dollars, and I had to pick one of the one dollar attractions. So that's what I did too. So um, let's see if we're on the same page. My one dollar attraction was Magic Journeys. Magic Journeys. Did you ever see that one? Do you remember Magic Journeys? I, I'm sure I saw it. I just don't remember it. Um, though uh, I know that uh, anything so, from that era was great. Magic Journeys actually played, it moved from Epcot to the Magic Kingdom for a little while. Um, it played in what is now PhilharMagic. But, um, man, it was wacky. The best part of Magic Journeys was the music. It was like um, disco, uh, I don't even, not even really disco. I don't even know how to explain it. But it, you could tell it was definitely 
late seventies, early eighties, all the sound effects and, and really, was it like really a 3D, out there. 3D type? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, a, a, it a was. panorama thing. Mm -hmm. It was in the theater where Captain EO mm -hmm. uh, and Honey, I Struck the Audience and all that stuff. It was the first show that played there. So Magic Journeys, mostly because of the super cool music. That was my first pick for my dollar side. What did you pick for your $1 attraction, Tony? Well, again, we were trying uh, for the dollar attractions. I was trying to even everything up a little bit. So I chose the one from there that it's not necessarily my favorite, but my probably the one I'm most familiar with from this list. And that would be, honey, I shrunk the audience. That and, was definitely, uh, you know, uh, more recent, right? More recent. Um, but I did go on it a bunch and I used to you know, cruelly laugh when I'd bring someone who didn't know what was going to happen there, especially at the scene at the end with uh, when all the mice got let into the uh, auditorium. I, I would love <laughs> yes. watching uh, people squirm and scream and get on. My sister literally got on top of her chair. You know, that, that Honey, I Struck the Audience was one of the first, I guess uh, they call it 4D. It was the first one, mm. uh, at least that I can remember, that had those kind of effects that tickled your feet or sprayed water or something like that at you, you know, definitely fun. All right. So let's go to our $2 attractions. Let's see. I have one, two, $2 attractions. So Can I pick any, I think I just picked one from there. One from your $2 attractions. Yeah. All right. So let's see my first, since I have two, I'll, I'll just go ahead and go with one of them. Mm -hmm. My first one was Food Rocks. I picked Food Rocks from this uh, $2 attractions. Um, it could have gone either way between Kitchen Cabaret or Food Rocks. Uh, but I remember in the early 2000s when uh, my wife and I were still pretty... Uh, we, we met in 1999 and got married in 2000. So early 2000s was the before kids and you know when we would go down there it's just a couple and have fun and everything uh food rocks was one of our favorites and specifically was one of my wife's favorites so um i picked that because of nostalgia it was and plus it was i mean it was 80s music at its you know it had peter gabriel and um tone loke and uh, the beach boys you know so 80s and 90s music uh you know uh Song by Fruits. <laughs> it was it was totally wacky, but it was Believe a lot. It or of not, fun. I never got to see that one. I think I think I didn't. I had a thing against puppets or something at the time. I don't know, but I did not see that one. Okay, so uh, I'm going to need you to go to the YouTube's and yeah, and find I have. I have. Rocks. I it's have actually really good. It. Oh, yeah. okay, good. It was uh, a lot of fun. So that was one of my two dollar. I got two of them. That was one of my two dollar. Um, attractions so what is your two you only picked one from this category right right i only picked one i think initially i had picked two um but i th i think it was going to go a little bit over so i picked one of one of my favorite things to do in the countries there and that was believe it or not oh canada and i kind of do that also in tribute to um aiden whose site this belongs to since he if i remember correctly he's from canada but I think um, I, I thought that was fun to go see. I saw that a couple of different times. And uh, that movie's been redone yeah. several times. 
Um, do you have a favorite iteration of O Canada of the not of that? not necessarily? I think it was it once narrated by Martin Short or something like that. The I think they actually just replaced that one. Okay, it was um, so not the current one, but the one before that. And correct me if I'm wrong. If anybody's listening, may, maybe I'm wrong. I think they replaced the Martin Short one, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm almost certain because I remember a few years ago, I went and saw it one more time because I knew that it was going to be changing. And I'm a big Martin Short. I love Martin Short. Yeah. He's hilarious. So I loved that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's changed now, but um, that was funny. Martin Short's hilarious. He is. And I, I, I think the presentation of that was great. And the song kind of st stayed with you a little bit. So I like that one. And listen, O Canada, the song is, you know, classic mm -hmm. Epcot Center. Love yep. that. Really, really good song. And I'm not even Canadian, and I love that song. So, um, Was that the stuff. one, I mean, I might be mistaken, but is that the one that suddenly turned into a big bobsled area all around you or something like that? You went yes. Down? I don't know which iteration of yeah. it did that because, you know, like I said, there's been several. But it was, uh, there is... Um, uh, scenes from I think their Olympic bobsled right. team was you know going down the the luge or the bobsled or whatever I don't remember what it was uh, but it was definitely and all the vi all the screens showed like 360 degrees what it was like to be in that tiny little bobsled and you could see all around you uh, very very cool stuff actually I'd also like to mention a lot of people sometimes miss it I know I missed it several times during my first trips to Epcot because you're trying to get to the um the main section of all the countries and or you're trying to to uh, get to the other side but canada is one of the nicer looking um pavilions that they've got there especially with the water i don't know if it's still there but the waterfall that used to be there and mm -hmm. and uh, a world-class restaurant that was there with la Celliere. i mean i still can think about the taste of that steak that i had there and it's been over 15 years maybe now but i still remember that the the experience of having eaten there and the experience of 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 what it was like to stand by the waterfall and be in that area was really nice. It's one of those overlooked ones because you're trying to get to either one side or the other, I think. And their broccoli cheese soup is uh, super famous there. Really good. But uh, unfortunately, a lot of the Circle Vision movies are kind of overlooked just because it's not really, you know, it's not exciting. It's not whatever, no you know. Yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> the, most folks are trying to get to the rides. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the kids are like, I don't want to watch a movie. Right. You know, so uh, but definitely check them out. They're, but even just the, I mean, just it. scenically, I remember taking a lot of different photos that that waterfall area is really very pretty. Absolutely. All, and dude, the garden, the garden the area is gorgeous. Yep. World Showcase is the best. Very yeah. pretty. So uh, let's see. So I have a second uh, two dollar um uh, location and uh tony you and i talked about it just a minute ago because you didn't remember what it was mm -hmm. but i chose the image works because i can remember as a kid and again this is just a purely nostalgic thing i was a freak uh, for this place when i was a kid it was just i was so um I don't know, just amazed by the fact that you could touch a screen and do stuff with it. Even if it was a, it was, would have like a, a, a TV screen and a picture of Figment or a picture of Dreamfinder or something like that. And you took your little magic pen 
and you could color that picture, you know, you're coloring and it had a list of colors to the side and you could take your magic pen and select purple. So you could color Dreamfinder suit and then select red for his beard. It was just super fun. And, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, nowadays it may seem pedestrian, you know, everybody well, we could do that screen. now. Yeah. But right. Yeah. You know, I could do that on my iPhone. Yeah. But you couldn't do that in the eighties and it was super cool. And they had, the first time I ever saw uh, green screen technology was there. They had this silly little video where you pretend like you were running from, I don't know, like this bad cowboy or something. And uh, they would let kids get in front of this green screen. And then people in the audience could look up and see the TV. And it, they were in like a, in a saloon, a Western saloon or something. And the, the cowboy was shooting at their feet and they had to, you know, jump and dance. It was just, you know, it was just stuff that you didn't see, especially in the eighties. You know, now I currently have a green screen behind me right now, right. you yeah. know, but in the eighties, nobody knew what a green screen was. Oh, it, it was would have been cool. amazing. It would have been absolutely oh, yeah. amazing if we had that back then. Super cool stuff. So, um, so I picked Imageworks just because of the fond memories I have uh, as a kid doing that stuff. So it was super cool. All right, so that ends the $2 category. So now we're getting into some of the bigger attractions. So for $3 attractions, let's see. I actually only have one $3 attraction. Um, did, did you pick any from the $3? I actually, yeah, I actually have three from there. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we'll let you start off uh, since you have so many from this category. Okay, uh, and I don't know if this is in any particular order, but well, you didn't say what they were. You can say what they were first. Uh, so three dollar tractors, Body Wars, Cranium Command, Maelstrom, uh, El Rio del Tiempo, and the American Adventure. Okay, so with those in mind, I definitely would love if I had three dollars to spend at Epcot for each of these. We definitely have gone to. I'll do them in lesser order first. Maelstrom. Um, I do miss that attraction. I have not been to the park since they turned it into the new Frozen thing. Um, so in my mind, it's still there waiting, but, um, uh, Maelstrom, uh, was the first choice and second choice would be El Rio del Tiempo. I love the, uh, three caballeros overlay that they've got now, but the first version was really great too. And, um, my number one choice of course is one of my favorite and non missable attractions there which is the american adventure in fact i'd pay twice to see that <laughs> i'm gonna take two choices for american adventure man this one was hard because um there's so many good ones in this one and um american adventure probably should have been on my list because it is one of my all-time favorites uh, but since it's still there and i can actually go see it in real life I, I skipped over it, and that's just the rules I imposed upon myself. You don't have to play by my rules, Tony. That's um, okay. <laughs> so I went, I only picked one from this category, and I went with Maelstrom because, uh, first of all, it's better than that frozen thing we have right now. It actually represented, you know, the country in World Showcase being Norway. Um, 
and you know the you are not the first to pass this way i i still say that all the time i said that to one of my kids the other day just uh because I, I'm, I'm just remembering the horror that i had the first time that i went on that and my my nephews had taken me on it and they were like oh you, you're not going to believe this ride and they didn't tell me that it was going to go backwards that was something else and look disney all the commercials and stuff that they put out for this thing they made it seem like it was a thrill ride almost yeah. Almost like Splash Mountain, like you know, right. you thought you were going to be having this giant backwards, you know, roller coaster style fall, and you know, all kinds of stuff, right? And it was um, awesome, but it wasn't that. It wasn't really a thrill ride. But I was sort of like you. I was a little scared to do it my first time. I, I used to like again. I used to be kind of cruel at Epcot. I'd take people for the first time there and let them be totally frightened about the fact that suddenly this thing is not going to do what it's they, they'd start getting nervous when it went up the incline and and then went backwards so you're the guy that's making them drink beverly at ice station cool <laughs> and then putting them on maelstrom right there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right so so that was your three for the um uh for the three dollar category you really spent a, a lot of money in your three dollar category i did all right, so let's see. So the $4 category, let's remind our listeners, this is The Living Seas, Universe of Energy, Listen to the Land, Captain EO, and Tapestry of Nations. And um, let's see, how many did I get from the $4? One, two, I have three from the $4 category. How many do you have? I have two. Okay. So I'll, I'll, um, let's just, you want to bounce back and forth since sure, I've, sure. and I'll start since I've got three. Yeah. Um, my first one is the living seas. I went with the living seas. Listen, it, I, it's still there and you can still kind of see some of the remnants of it. Um, it's definitely not the same, uh, as now that it's the seas with Nemo and friends or whatever it is. Um, you know, no more hydrolators, and you know, very rarely do you get to see someone come down the 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 water um the hatch there and no more um deluge, you know, the movie, <laughs> the, the the movie at the beginning with the deluge. So you could when you ride your your little clamshells now, you still get a, a little taste of the how awesome the ride was and how it you know could have been still amazing um without cartoons in it but look man original living sea is just so much fun and the music is amazing you can still go to uh go to youtube and just search for the living sea soundtrack i sometimes i put that on in my office at work and just uh you know just close my eyes for a second and it's like just very peaceful it's so it's so awesome so i miss the living seas so that's number one of my three from the uh, $4 category. You've got two. What's your first one, Tony? Uh, my first one of those two would be the universe of energy, just to hear the guy sing that at the end of it there. Uh, I, I miss the um, I miss the Ellen version, actually. I enjoyed that one a lot more than the first one. But um, seeing the dinosaurs, being able to rest in a ride so you don't have to walk around the park and watch all of the things going on around you. The movie was interesting. The animatronics were interesting, and that whole adventure was fun. You kind of like captured in there for like a. It feels like a good part of the day, but it was a, it was a fun ride for me. So I would go there. 
And this is uh, the next one on my list. So I'll just jump in with you too, Tony. This thing was like a 45 minute experience, mm -hmm. but the very beginning was awesome. Cause it had the, Oh, that's right. The pre-show with the, the pre geometric tiles that turned yeah. around and stuff. Either one, either that one or even the jeopardy one with Ellen. Absolutely. And, and I don't know if we're allowed to talk about <laughs> Ellen's energy adventure, but we could, this is our show. We do whatever we want. Mm. Um, but both of them were great. Um, the dinosaurs, man, I remember as a kid, I was freaking out that I was going to get to see life-size dinosaurs, yeah. you know, and the, my first time there, I just loved it and uh, never stopped loving it. And the music from both versions, Universe of Energy, but also the music from Ellen's Energy Adventure, both really, really great music. And Universe of Energy had multiple versions of their theme song you know mm -hmm. uh, they had energy you make the world go round and then they also had universe of energy mm -hmm. so um gosh all these old epcot pavilions just had the best music it was so awesome so i'm with you on uh universe of energy i had that one too tony okay one my additional one from this category is captain eo and it's because um i thought that was a fun attraction. It's one of the ones that I remember most from my early visits to Epcot Center as well as to later days in Epcot. I think it was it was in its um in its renewed version when I was last there. So I do miss that. I would love to go see that again. Did you have a chance to go see it when it came back? Yes. Um yes, okay, good. Yeah, I did, I did too. With the enhanced and, effects uh, and stuff, it was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm that route of all the four dollar attractions that really surprises me. You went with Captain EO, you mm -hmm. must hold a, that, must hold a special place in your it, it was fun. I, I really, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, the good thing about it is that it's different than one of my answers, so that's fun that uh, we're getting to talk about more stuff. So, my so we we both chose, um. We, oh, we both chose Universe of Energy from that right. category. Mm -hmm. And then I had Living Seas and you had Captain EO. So my fourth one and our third one from the $4 category. And you're, you're, um, I, think, I can't, is she, Jen your niece or your cousin? But the, the, oh, Jenny. Uh, Jenny's my niece. Yeah, Jenny. She's going to be so angry with you that you didn't choose Tapestry of Nations. Why was that in there? Oh, I did have it's it at a... one point, but I had to move it around a bit. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Now that you say that, I didn't realize what I crossed out here. I do have Tapestry of Nations here. I well, so do. is it in your forty, or is it not in your forty? It's in my four list. I just didn't realize I had I had crossed I had crossed out. Oh, the okay. Amount. So, so Jenny's not going to be mad at you. I hope you, not. <laughs> you do have it on there. Yep, I do have it on there. Okay, great. Well, then, great minds think alike. Yes. Um, listen, uh, man. Epcot really misses out on not having a parade, you know, and for a little while at the turn of the century, turn of the millennium, Epcot did have a parade and it was called Tapestry of Nations. It was later changed to Tapestry of Dreams after the millennium celebration was over. But I absolutely loved, adored. I was a giant nerd for this parade. Um I bought, you remember back when you could buy theme, uh, the music from the parks, you could buy yes. the CDs. I bought the Tapestry of Nations CD. I still have it. 
even though I don't need it because you can stream it now, but I still have it. Well, technically speaking, love... we use a little bit of that in our uh, in our opening. We intro. do. Don't don't tell anybody. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely, positively love Tapestry of Nations. So much fun. The floats were cool. The the puppets. I, you liked these puppets, right, Tony? <laughs> the puppets. Yes, those uh, I could do. <laughs> and this brain. In fact, so my good. niece Jenny was a sprite. She was one of the. Uh, that's one of the characters that has the gigantic wing. So, yeah. Uh huh. So super cool. So I picked Tapestry of Nations. You want to talk about it for a second, since you also chose it? Well, the, that was a combination of the music and the spectacle, all coming to life together. It made it seem as if it was a. The world was united at that point and it it felt as if that was a special part of epcot when that parade would go by it was so good um and you know i don't maybe it would work today maybe it wouldn't because world showcase is always so crowded now and but uh you know is that the thoroughfare with the, it's so wide it's almost made for a for a parade you know i'm i, I think disney's missing out uh by not having that happen something there but man i just wish they would just do a throwback or something and just bring tapestry and nations back or you know it'd just be so cool but uh, anyway it's going to get my four one of my four dollar votes for um for this uh planning your and me too Epcot it was on there day. i just accidentally uh crossed out <laughs> something on, on top of it so all right great minds think alike again tony had to put tapestry nations in there all right, so we're we're getting close to the end here. We're down to the uh, the big money five dollar attractions. Uh, let's see, Horizons, World of Motion, Journey into Imagination, and Spaceship Earth. And in parentheses, uh, Aiden has said we can choose any version of Spaceship Earth. So um, I'm just going to. Lay it out there and tell you that this is where a bulk of my money went. I chose all four of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, so I have four $5 attractions. I could not, uh, I could not skip any of these four attractions. So um, I'll just talk about them real quick. Horizons, arguably the greatest attraction ever built by Disney. Uh, you know, a successor or a part two in, in, uh, I guess in spirit of Carousel Progress, the music absolutely amazing. It's some of the best stuff that Disney has ever done. Um, and then you get to choose your own adventure at the end. You know, majority rules, and you get to choose. You know how you how the end of the ride finishes. You know, which was again unheard of in the eighties. You know, touch screen stuff, and uh, you know. My brother and I would always fight between space and, and sea because <laughs> he I want to see space. He always wanted to see sea. Uh, Horizons, goodness gracious. So good. World of Motion. Everybody knows if you've heard this show, you know that's my absolute favorite attraction of all time. The music, the comedy, it's perfect. Journey into Imagination. Just to see Figment in his glory and to see uh, Dreamfinder again. So much fun. And then Spaceship Earth, I went with the, uh, which I think is the best version, the one from the uh, mid-80s, the Walter Cronkite version. Uh, that was, again, Spaceship Earth to me. It's the best version. Walter Cronkite was uh, the voice of a generation. And, uh, you know, 
just super fun, super cool. Absolutely loved it. So I spent $20 of my $40 Epcot Center day, and I'm doing all four of those $5 attractions. So <laughs> what about you, Tony? Did, what uh, what $5 attractions did you pick? Well, I spent $15 of the money there, and it was for ones that you have mentioned, of course, because you mentioned all of them. However, it's also because since doing the show and starting the show, whatever it's been, two and a half, three years ago, um, I have learned a lot more about what was there and learned to appreciate a lot more about what I saw when I went to the park during my first visits in the early 1990s. And so things like Horizons uh, are on there because I definitely would want to see it. I don't think I had the opportunity to visit that as much as I could have back in the day. Um, I don't remember the reasons why. I think maybe because at that time I was more of a fan of Disney's MGM Studios and I only went to, I went to Epcot not as often. Um, so I didn't get to do that as much as I would have liked to. Um, World of Motion, another one. Uh, I've heard, I learned the history of that through our show and, and was able to rekindle some memories of that thanks to uh, our show talking about it. So I definitely would love to see that in person. I, I It sounds like something that was totally not missable. And Spaceship, Spaceship Earth is something I always do at Epcot. It's a must do. It doesn't really matter to me which particular version, although I will say Walter Cronkite stands out. Um, Jeremy Irons does as well, probably because I saw it more during that period. But I did enjoy um, the Walter Cronkite version. And so those three were my choices and you're a, a little bit older than me not yeah. much but you probably remember walter cronkite delivering uh, the news absolutely right? yes this is yeah. walter cronkite <laughs> i i don't know that i do i was born in 74 so i don't know that i really remember walter cronkite giving the news um but i, I figured you might actually because you were uh, a little bit older than me yes but yes definitely very recognizable voice so <laughs> All right, it's so, so Jeremy Irons does not have a recognizable voice, but you know, well, you listening know, to Scar talk about the history of the Earth is not exactly. Uh, and it's so funny because it was literally the same time that Lion King was out. Yeah. you know, so around ninety four, ninety five. So <laughs> he know, sounds he, like he can't be bothered with it when he when he says his lines. <laughs> look, you know, if you're a kid, you're like, oh my god, Scar is telling me this story. You're afraid to like not pay attention. You're like, he's literally going to attack me. You know, that's. I always thought that was funny. Scar was the host of your your spaceship Earth journey. So, oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so we've spent our forty dollars, Tony. Yeah, we spent our forty dollars. That's our day at uh building your perfect classic epcot center day i think i still but, had a dollar or two change but uh I did oh you didn't it. spend something I, I it was not there wasn't enough to spend on here <laughs> uh, you, you could it, how much money did you have left you i know? think i had another uh dollar or two left but i i i think i'm gonna save that for like a, a mickey ice cream bar or something <laughs> you could go see smart one there you go <laughs> Uh, okay, so but we still have the bonus, the freebie, the way, the perfect way to end the night, uh, and I'm almost certain you and I are going to pick the same one. I think so. I mean, there, there's really no no other choice. You have to go. Illuminations, reflections of Earth, right? Am I right? We, we kind of named the show after it, so I kind of think so. Kind of, sort of did, didn't we? <laughs> um, 
uh, no copyright infringement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, goodness gracious, listen, Reflections of Earth, I don't care who you are or it doesn't matter. If Illuminations Reflections of Earth is not your favorite all-time Disney fireworks spectacular, you're a crazy person. This thing, oh my gosh, I I bet you I've seen it a hundred times, and I bet you it brought tears to my eyes a hundred times. Just do you remember uh, when there was a, it was like a combination of Tapestry of Nations and Reflections of Earth? It's kind of a, a one period. Well, it's um it. They played off each other very yeah. much, you know. The they, the, they actually the played fire, the music, the didn't they? In that? Yeah, yeah, very, and it was the music is reminiscent of each mm -hmm. other. It has that way, uh, you know, yes, all that. that, that like the 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 uh, the chorus of uh, humans, you know, chanting and stuff. Uh, but just so good and such a such a, a message of togetherness and peace and love and you know all that stuff and. The kind of thing that, unfortunately, Disney is having trouble recapturing or creating again. You know, they've tried with a couple of shows since then. They, you know, Epcot Forever, which was fun, but it, you know, just old, uh, old Epcot music, which I love, obviously. Harmonious didn't love it, and I haven't seen Luminous yet. That's the new one, but I hear that. While better than harmonious, uh, still doesn't hold a candle to reflections of Earth. So, you know, I, I don't know uh, if it's a money thing. I don't know. I don't know what's what's keeping Disney from finding that that soul. You know that that they brought to, you know, the things like wishes and reflections of Earth. That era, I, I don't know, and just could not be beat. But. Um, you know, so I'm definitely Reflections of Earth. Why did you choose Reflections of Earth, Tony? Oh, all of those reasons. And plus, especially uh, that musical recollection of the Tapestry of Nations. That might be why I forgot that I had mentioned that before. Um, I remember uh, walking around Epcot at one point. I, I made the mistake of thinking I was staying at one of those Epcot resorts and I had made... The idea of thinking that, oh, yeah, I can just leave the resort at, before the parade starts and walk from one side of the park to the other while the fireworks are going on off. And I didn't realize how long of a walk that was. And so I, I all I know is I made it maybe halfway through before the fireworks were over. But it was that was a fun night. And that's uh, something I'll always remember. Yeah, man, listen, the best time in any park anywhere I've ever been is nighttime in the world showcase you know mm -hmm. the, the torches and the music and it's just it's other like it just it whisks you away you're no longer in you know well the, they, the they, they, they i don't know if they do this now but remember they shut out all the lights everywhere and made it extra dark and then it, uh -huh. it all came up have you did you ever watch any of those um night shows from a restaurant um I watched it. I have watched it before they uh, closed in. I can't remember the name of it now, but on the the opposite side of um, the Mexico Pavilion, where um, it used to be the counter service, they've closed it in now. And there's a, a little bit of the outdoor pavilion left where you can sit down. But uh, before that was all tables and stuff. I've watched it from there before. I've never watched it from 
like Rose and Crown or or um, you know any of the restaurants like we, that. We I, during the Disney Dining Plan days, we actually got an opportunity to see it during Chef uh, from Chef de France, and um, oh, it, up on the second floor. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I bet that would be. I you know I have not done that. Um, my wife and I we have these grand plans. You know, we're moving down there in one year, five months. And um, our plan is to uh, once a month, at least once a month, try a new restaurant. And uh, a couple of times a year, we're going to do like a weekend at a new hotel. So nice. just to try stuff out that we've never done. Um, you know, we're going to live local. So, it you know, be real easy. Just pack an overnight bag and go check out a new hotel, eat at a new restaurant. So each month we're we're going to try and, and report one. on it back here at the show. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so uh, that's true. There's going to be a lot of new content coming in a year and five months because I'm going to be there all the time, and y'all are going to have to hear me talk about it all the time. So that was fun, uh, man. You know what? I miss Epcot Center. I'm, have I ever said that on the show? <laughs> I wonder. You can look <laughs> back at the archives and and let us know what you think. I miss Epcot Center, man. It was so perfect. It really was perfect. Hey, I'd like um, to throw this out to the audience out there. What do you miss about Epcot? Did you follow along with this? And do you have your favorites from this uh, list? And you can actually see the list over at Theme Park Life fan page uh, if you want to let them know there. But we certainly would love to hear here. It helps to hear your comments either here on the podcast page or over on our YouTube. Let us know. What do, what do you miss? What did you like from these attractions? And how would you spend your Epcot money? Absolutely. Let us know. We'd love to hear how, how you're spending your $40 at the uh, Build Your Perfect Classic Epcot Center Day. And it, and I, we and don't be smart and tell us you just bought your T-shirt and there goes your $40. We know that. Yeah, for real. And <laughs> this is only attractions. And, yes. Uh, I don't know if you can get a T-shirt for 40 bucks anymore. That's true. Yeah, probably can get a hat for that much. <laughs> All right. So let's see. That was great. That's it for the main segment for today. So let's talk real quick about uh, something that Tony brought to my attention Um earlier was it today that we talked yeah, about? it might have been it. last night that we talked it about morning. it i don't remember um but uh just in talking about what's happening around walt disney world right now uh it looks like they've extended the opportunity for disney after hours so those of you that uh, may not be familiar disney from time to time offers uh extended hours for its park guests where you can buy uh, an additional ticket and uh, they'll stay open uh, up to three hours, three extra hours past park closing. Which I'm trying means, to remember, did they, did they always charge for that after hours? I don't remember. No, I don't they remember. didn't always charge I, thought, I think it was that. just a perk that you got, right? If you stayed they, on the side or something. Well, it used to be uh, extra magic hours, they used mm -hmm. to call it. And some parks opened an hour early. And some parks stayed open uh, two or three hours later at the end of the day. Um, and yes, it was it used to be free. Um, I think that ended uh, with the pandemic. You know, when they reopened after the pandemic, they didn't reinstate extra magic hours. And it's come back 
to a degree, uh, but I think it was only for the uh, the expensive resorts. The um, right. The what are they called? It's value, mm. moderate, and um, I can't remember the the category. And pay too much money to stay here resorts. Yeah, yeah, that's deluxe, that's deluxe. the long name. The deluxe. Deluxe resorts. There you go. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. So they did restore it a little bit, but you had to be staying at one of those deluxe resorts. Well, now Disney After Hours is a hugely popular event that it costs you an extra separate ticket from your regular uh, admission. So, um, and they, they do and do it. you have to do you have to have a regular admission in order to take advantage of this too? Do you know? I think you can buy just the ticket just, just for tonight. these three hours, which maybe is kind of cool. If you, um, maybe you doing a water park during the day and you don't want to use a, a theme park ticket that day because you're doing the water park or maybe doing a, a day at uh, Disney Springs or something, then buy just the ticket for the uh, uh, Disney after hours, uh, maybe, but you better bring a checkbook. Because the after hours for the summer of 2024, depending on when you're there, uh, the, the price range is anywhere from $145 per person to $175 per person. So remember, that's just three hours in my hand. There we go. Just three hours of time. For I don't know what is I'm not good at math, but that's like a lot of money per hour. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it you know smaller crowds they do limit how many people um how many people can purchase these tickets. Uh, so fewer lines, you get less people to and fight not as hot, the, not as hot as humid at night either. Not as hot. That's true. You know, if we're talking summer here, this is um depending on what part. Let's see, Magic Kingdom, this extra Disney After Hours is running from April 22nd to June 27th. Uh, Epcot through July 18th. Hollywood Studios through August 29th. So okay. it's um, still going to be, it's probably still going to be in the 90s, but it won't be that hot sun blazing on you. Absolutely. You can get away from the sun in the nighttime, right? So, um, you know, look, man. Uh, Disney, you're not getting out of a Disney trip. If you're taking a family of four, you're going to be spending somewhere between probably six and $10,000, you know, for a, for a five, uh, probably five or six night trip. So, um, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Tony? Is it, is that worth this kind of money for you? Well, if you can't seem to do things during the day because it's so crowded, I think maybe it'll be good. I mean, I've always liked the nighttime hours. When they used to offer it, I, I find it amazing that they actually have to charge for it now. But um, uh, it'd be worth yeah, a I, shot. It's just a lot of money. I mean, Tony, it's pretty much the same price as the as a regular as a regular ticket. It is. It really is. But for only three dollars, three dollars yeah. for only three hours. Yeah. You know. But uh, we we shouldn't um, shouldn't be surprised because they are. Um, you know, charging for FastPass now. Now it's Genie Plus or whatever. Um, so why wouldn't they charge for extra magic hours? Something else that used to be free, you know? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'll ever use this when I'm when I'm uh, living down there in a few years or in a, a year and a half. 
uh, I'll, I'll just have an annual pass or I'll be a cast member. And right. And that way you can go every day. Well, right, go whenever I want, like me so. though, you'd have to have a lot of extra energy to like get built up again, just to be able to wake up enough and, and walk around the park. It just well, sounds like so much. Well, I tell you, Tony, uh, you know, that extra energy we've, I've already told you how to get that extra energy. Oh. <laughs> All you got to do is go over to www.magicmind.com slash reflections and use the coupon code WDWReflections20 and try the magical elixir Magic Mind. You will have the energy to make it through Disney After Hours, I promise. That sounds like something that people are going to have to do. So don't forget to check out the website, magicmind.com, and and uh, read all about it and, and use our code and let us know what, what happens if you actually do. Let, does it help you get through your day? And Dewey will follow up with his progress as well. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And that just about does it for this episode of the WDW Reflections Podcast. Please find and follow us on all our social media. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at WDW Reflections Podcast. And on Twitter or X at WDW Reflections. This podcast can be found on and played on many podcast platforms. And we'd love it if you'd give the show a follow wherever you listen. And if you love the show, please leave us some feedback on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Those positive feedbacks help the show reach a larger audience and helps us grow. Make sure you check out the website at www.reflectionspodcast.com. And don't forget, you can always message us from any of those social media accounts, or you can email us at www.reflectionspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And please come back and keep listening because we truly appreciate you. Thanks for reflecting on Walt Disney World memories with us on the WDW Reflections Podcast. See you real soon. <laughs>